the bones horror podcast this is episode 53 army of the dead following a zombie outbreak in las vegas a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble are you there jess hello 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 and ewan hello so we have been looking forward to this i really have been looking forward to this Mm. and i have watched it twice how many times have you watched it, Larry? I've actually watched it three times. Yeah. Wow. God. Yeah. <laughs> you just the once. <laughs> just the once. Yeah, that was enough for me. <laughs> really, Jess? Yeah, just once. Oh. Mm-hmm. This doesn't sound uh, great. <laughs> so we had a little bit of a break last week, and we're back this week, um, which is good. We were all quite busy last weekend. Uh, especially me on Friday. So it's, it's good to be back and have a little break um, and get back to it. So this is a 2021 new release on Netflix. It has had a cinema release, I presume. I'm sure there wasn't. Yeah. When I looked how much money it had made so far, it was like a million dollars in 10 days, which actually doesn't sound a great deal. But if it had minimal cinema release, I know over a, in the UK, they've only just started reopening. Probably what last week? Yeah, um, and, I, I, and I don't think I don't think they've they've put on. No, the it's just in America. It's yeah, it's just in America. Yeah, they they released it a week before it came on Netflix for like certain screens. Oh, okay. Was that filmed in weird wherever it was, like Justice League as well? Was that what, like the box it, aspect ratio? It looked no, no, yeah, for no, cinema just release, normal. But just like normal. it was alright, was it? Okay. Still don't get justice. Just, it's just basically to film it in IMAX, maybe. so it you get more of the top and bottom of the frame rather than the sides. Whereas this is shot sides, where you lose top and bottom of the frame. And actually, in actual fact, actually, I think the lens he uses does not have any black lines at the top or bottom. I think you get full wide and full. What? Yeah. Why would you not just want it as big as the screen? In an IMAX, it's totally yeah. IMAX is it? shooting is different. If you want to shoot like in IMAX, you tend to shoot again like that. But then obviously it gets wide and pulled out black lines. But yeah, with this film, it it doesn't have the black lines. It's also yeah, very yeah, it costs a lot, and to shoot it is more time consuming. Okay. Yeah. So obviously, this was directed by Zack Snyder. It cost uh, apparently seventy to ninety million dollars to make this. Is that all from Netflix? Do you think the whole? Yeah, that's crazy. Do you think they'd make that back? I think they will. I think they will. A lot of people, yeah, will jump yeah. on Netflix and and give it a watch. Yeah, most people have it though now, really, or your parents have it anyway. <laughs> um, you know, it's. 
I think I have, I think all of us have got Netflix here, I presume. Yeah. Yeah, well my sister does and I and I Yeah, and exactly. I my mum and dad do. <laughs> but, um yeah, it's someone's got to pay for it. So it's rotten tomato, so I'm just gonna tell you what it was. So it was seventy percent. This is okay. Looking at yeah, six, seven boners, really. It's not bad. <laughs> so it starred Drax the Destroyer as Scott Ward. <laughs> had Ella Purnell as Kate Ward and Omari Latif Hardwick. How did I get that? Is that all right? And he was, how would you say his name? Vander. 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 I can't remember anyone saying his name. Vander. <laughs> yeah. O-H-E. <laughs> and uh it's and Tommy the Tiger was Valentine. Mm. So yeah, I didn't even know his name's Valentine until I read that either. Well I think wasn't um wasn't Valentine modelled after one of Carol Baskin's yes, yeah. tigers? He didn't even realise he was shooting them either. Yeah. Like he, it was when it was halfway through. It was like <laughs> someone mentioned her name, and it was like, "This is Carol Baskin's tigers." It's like, how do you not know? Yeah. <laughs> Did he really was Carol Baskin's yeah. tiger? But it wasn't well, modelled. Well, it was a CGI tiger. They, they, they wouldn't <laughs> have stolen the, ti- you know, stole the tiger. It just, <laughs> it's ours now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've all got different opinions of this, I presume, just from what we spoke about earlier. Um, so the basics of this film is that there's a group of people, like I said earlier, and they want to recover, I think it's $200 million from a vault. Um, and in their way is a load of zombies that are locked. Well, there's a load of uh, like containers around Las Vegas is yeah. that right? It looked like there were stacked containers keeping all the zombies inside. Um, that must have been a bit of a job keeping them all in, to be honest. Getting all them stacked up reasonably quickly mm. while everyone within it is being turned into a zombie. But we didn't see that bit, did we? So I don't know how tricky it was. I can imagine it was pretty tricky. Um, and that's the aim of this film, really. They they literally got to get the money out and there's a group of them go in and madness commences, really. So I've got questions about this. Serious questions. I have got seven questions. <laughs> I'm hoping Larry can uh, fill me in or you in not any of you, really. Um, so at the beginning, this zombie that's in this van, where'd he come from? Presumably I know. I, I saw Area Fifty One was kind of. They were. Were they driving out? It's aliens. Yeah. <laughs> you no, think like literally, were... like in that yeah, in that so first shot, in that aliens. first shot, if you watch so carefully as the trucks drive away, there's two alien ships that fly off in the sky. It's aliens. Yeah, it really, really is. <laughs> Honestly, just, it's in it's it's in the first two shots. What they they dropped him off. They just <laughs> <laughs> they dropped they him stuck, off. They just dropped, <laughs> I'm dropping you off. You're gonna get van. Where were they taking him? Right. This is saying you're gonna get taken away in a van somewhere. Las Vegas. Vegas. Um, Casino. 
So they were what showing the alien a good time. Well, they're at area. They're at area yeah. fifty-one, aren't they? And the idea is that, like, whether it's an experiment or whatever, the idea is that they're taking him somewhere else. But then the convoy gets destroyed by someone uh, receiving some, yeah, something on the road, and then manages. So, to... Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Laura. Can, 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 can I just say oh, how yeah. awful oh, yeah. that opening yeah. was? <laughs> in in it. it, it it's in, in my mind. I mean, you know, again, I see a lot of movies and like they come out this year, and I, I would say that that was one of the worst openings I've. I was, just because it's just so. I mean, it, it, I mean, just I, got it's married good. though. You know, that's what happens, isn't it? Yeah, to give context, a married couple takes a photo of themselves <laughs> in front of the Las Vegas sign, and they drive in the dark, and um, and he's receives a blowjob, and basically. He receives a blowjob. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Then, oh, that yeah. Don't talk brain. about this on the show. <laughs> and and right? happening in uh, hap- happening in parallel, uh, sort of in the military, um, uh, you know, the, uh, carrying the zombie cargo, oh, yeah. and in the process, the drivers are talking about like conspiracy theorist stuff, and um, they're not paying attention to the road. Just the worst soldiers the dialogue, ever. The dialogue. And we reminded well. me. Yeah, the dialogue You're going to make me say it? Well, you know. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> Could be the Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then they crash against each other because the guy's too busy receiving a blowjob and the other people are talking about mm-hmm. conspiracy theories. Um, all two uh, suspicious minds by uh, Elvis Presley. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what the Presley estate had to say about that. But um, if... <laughs> oh, if and they were paid well enough. <laughs> yeah, some of that budget went. It was also a bit weird because I would have thought that. I mean, they eventually did um, uh, a cover of "Viva Las Vegas," but I, I would have thought if you were to choose one Elvis track out of all of them to, for that scene, surely you would pick "Viva Las Vegas." I but, didn't mind. Uh, I didn't mind you know. the opening credits though. I actually thought the opening credits yep. were, if anything, better than the overall film. It could have been. That could have been a short film. If that yeah. was what the oh film was... Oh my God, imagine if we yeah. got that film. Imagine if that. all of what we got in that intro was the yeah. film. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Literally just like, that woman yeah. looking for her daughter. Like, that <laughs> yeah. was it. But it's like, it, remind, it reminded me a lot of how good the cre- opening credits of uh, Dawn of yeah, the and Dead and Watchmen were. and Watchmen. Um, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, Watchmen. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I mean, again, I, I quite like Dawn of the Dead, but I think I, I do think it was a similar case where the opening credits of Dawn of the Dead were p- probably promised something better than um, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, I like Dawn of the Dead, but it's like that opening that opening yeah, sequence it, them, was, was just they are amazing, you know, great. I think I th- he knows how to do a really good opening intro to his films. Yeah, and I also think that. Again, I'm going to give some positives here because I um, <laughs> have been so quite negative so far. I, I think Zack Snyder is a very good cinematographer, and I think he crafts really great images. Um, it looks like this is painful to say. It, very it looks like this is really painful to say. It is a bit. It is a bit painful. It is a bit painful to say if I'm if I'm being frank. But I have to just <laughs> get it out of the way <laughs> because you know you watch it and you know he obviously takes very, like special care of everything that's shot and he makes sure that everything's different and everything's colorful and uh there's like a lot of humor in his shots even if there is a very little with the um characters or at least actual funny humor um but he sort of makes an effort with and he was actually you know the the actual cinematographer for 
the film. This is first um, one, isn't it? I think he took on a bit too his much. First film doing. I think I don't it, know. This is, is it? his first film doing directing and cinematography? Like for the fir- like him right. doing all of yeah. it, like the main the main parts of it. I think. See, I found the first half of the film kind of hard to watch because of the camera they were using. Because the focus was just yeah. kind of <laughs> off yeah. at a lot of times, and like they were doing wide shots with like the super blurred background, but it wasn't quite right. Well, so it was like one, really difficult. One character as well, the pilot is completely CGI'd in for every single shot because it's that act. Yeah, I heard that one of the yeah. characters was. There's a comedian. A comedian was. was in the original, but he then, yeah, yeah he was he that. was outed yeah. for like some stuff. <laughs> I don't know what and, he did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really well, Zach, know. Zach did, Snyder was just really. like, no, I don't want him associated with the film. And so, I mean, it dare I say they they it didn't look too bad in some shots, but there are some. Yeah. I didn't even notice. No, I, I didn't yeah. even realise yeah. that was the so case. So I, I think he's done a good job. Yeah, I knew someone was. I didn't realise yeah. it was her. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, there's, there's, there are good points about the film, but yeah, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it in the same world as DC? Like, I, I, I kind of expected Batman to drop in mm. at any time. Just the way, <laughs> it, just the way no, it felt. He had to. Um, a lot of people, including myself, when it first was announced that he was doing like army of the dead i thought it was a direct sequel to dawn of the dead so i was like you know yeah completely like yes i'm in and then yeah he just stated that this is going to be its own thing so this is the start of what he wants to make like i'm guessing i'm guessing netflix want to kind of milk it dry because they've already issued a prequel series and a prequel film yeah called army of thieves which i'm like (laughs) yeah just like (laughs) What a way to go. Yeah. Are we do we want to talk about zombies yet? Um I've, I've, I'm going through my seven questions. Okay. So yeah, yeah, there, there are the next one I wrote down. This is what interested as as the film's playing along. I wrote rain. Rain. So some of the zombies seem to come back to life when they're wet, when they get when it rains. Oh yeah. And I found that quite interesting. What? What? Why is that? Oh, I can. Um, I can. That. I can answer that for you. <laughs> yeah. so Zack Snyder it seems didn't yeah. care. Um, he kind of just makes rules up. If you notice in this film, as he goes along, because some zombies hibernate. Yeah, and it's oh, like wait, I. I... Yeah, don't get me wrong. That's zombie. one of that's one of the like best bears. films in the scene. Is where she absolutely yeah. like girl gets it's just tears through them, which I was like perfect. But I was like, it's it's such a yeah. shame that it's placed in here. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I I I do think that that was as you say one of the best scenes of the film. And and, and kind of yeah. the best character in the film. <laughs> yeah, gone. And kind kind of reminded me. Of, it was a bit like sort of yeah. Last of Us, yeah, kind yeah. of like trying to sort of skirt around and sneak around. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a good scene. It just doesn't make sense though, because like, Gosh. because like, it make for sense. instance, <laughs> I mean, if it's all right to go into spoilers, I'm I'm sure it probably is. No, um, no, of course, of course, like you know, most yeah, people have like watched the, it now. Right before that scene, Sorry. before they go in, because the, the the one of the their guide basically states. You know, we've given the zombies an offering and they'll leave us alone for a bit. But then immediately after, before anything's happened, she says, I don't want to stay out on the streets, so we'll go inside. 
and they go inside. That shit happens where they lose a member of their team to then go back outside mm-hmm. the very next scene after. And I'm just like, I, for me, it's just sets up stuff because it needs to be. It's like if they just had stayed in and like, I don't know, just it, the bits felt like they happened because someone on the day was like, what if this happened? And then Zack Snyder was just like, whoa, get my lens that has a pixel dead in it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> how does that? How does that happen? Just lenses, and it's just it's, lens and camera. Yeah, but apparently Netflix have had it on a few well, films. Zack Snyder and his lenses, and you can find this on YouTube just by searching like Army of the Dead. Netflix are doing like this, like little part series on YouTube where they talk to Zack Snyder about the film and why he wanted to do it. Yeah, I might. And that, he yeah. talks about yeah. his lenses that he bought off eBay. And bless him, you can tell he loves the lenses, but I don't think he's quite realised himself that they have dead pixels in them. Well, he must. I don't now. think. I think he's probably doesn't care. <laughs> if I'm honest. So what? Um, look, look, Lawrence, could you sort of give a brief description of what dead pixels are? Because I've only really just recently found out yeah. what they are. Yeah, because um, on past episodes we had like an IT manager involved and uh, he would explain to us exactly what certain things were, but we did find out he knew fuck all. So (laughs) So it'd be quite nice, Larry, if you can uh, explain what a dead pixel is. It kind of states it in its name in that on your lens, if you're shooting digital in the pixels that are presented, if you've got a dead pixel, it's basically a pixel that's not showing that what correctly needs to be there. So it, gets blown out and is usually like a little white dot on your screen. Um, is that the lens being like, I presume a lens is a glass yeah, lens. Yeah, it's to it? do, it's to, it's oh, to do it with wrong. the camera that... and the lens, like both together, essentially. But with the lenses... So, like, can have a scratch Yeah, with the lenses, or... essentially, you or... you essentially can have a pixel that's dead in it and it presents it as a little white dot. But the problem is, is that in this film especially he has clearly a few dead pixels and it's where it switches between camera shots. You can tell it's on one camera and on one lens. So whenever they, he loves them as he said, as he said on YouTube, he loves them. He got them off eBay and they've been specially crafted to fit a red, but then a the red camera. <laughs> but, I, but I don't. Well, work yeah. The, I mean, <laughs> that's this is the problem. This is this is what I mean with the whole film is that there's elements in it where you sit there and you go, "This is actually quite interesting." Like there's certain bits where you say, "This is this is actually decent," but then it's immediately after it's followed by something where you say, "Like that doesn't make sense." Like or that why is this in this film or why is this person doing yeah, this? Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, because actually I, I got kind of intrigued when you sort of um, because obviously it's kind of inspired by like Escape mm-hmm. to New York or Escape from New York and then and, and stuff like that, and you kind of get uh, even though I don't really like the idea of sort of um, sentient tribal zombies, I was sort of going with it. Okay, okay, he's created this community, this world that exists only in in here, and I got quite quite intrigued by it. But then he kind of like he throws you off with really weird things that just happen like. The, the one gets or a zombie gets shot and like blue oh, stuff they're comes the, out. They're the robots. That's one they're of the things. They're the robots. Yeah, that's the We're thing not, I was going to well, mention. Not, hang on, they're question five. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, can we <laughs> mention five this? or yeah. six? Actually, yeah. when I was watching this film, you might find this interest, interesting. I'm a big fan of the uh, 
Planet mm. of the Ape films, mm-hmm. the new ones. Mm. And I was getting that feeling from this film, especially towards the end when the zombie was on a horse and things. Um, and it was kind of so similar at times. Mm. Like, yeah, I was going to say, if I had that. <laughs> yeah, if, I, if only, because they are amazing, all three of those films. But yeah. I was just getting that feeling of like they'd set up their own kind of structure. Um, the way they were living within this mm. area. Um, and it, it just reminded me of that. And I don't know if he normally kind of steals ideas from other films or not. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. It's Alien 2. I mean, the whole yeah. film is Alien 2. <laughs> yeah. Like, from every beat and also, of the film, yeah. even the ending with the helicopter leaving <laughs> and coming back, it's Alien 2. The girl with the headband. So it's just a mixture <laughs> of just Alien 2. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I mean, there are so many. I mean, I suppose you, you could like, um, generously call them homages in a way, because yeah. you've got you've also got the bit uh, in the opening when um, the two soldiers are sort of being hunted down by the zombies. That's very sort yeah. of American. When he falls down, London. when he falls down, yeah. and he says yeah. it really yeah. scary. Yeah. Circle and he picks them up. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. yeah and, and there's also the sort of um, the uh, when they're planning out the heist. That's very Shaun of the Dead, I think. Um, mm. or at least it was trying to be. Um, and there were these very, yeah, it, it, and there's like, there's a shot that's very sort of, you know, d- deliberately, I think, like Apocalypse Now where the helicopter going through the, the sun and stuff like that. And uh, I think, I I, I mean, I, I would say that that is allowed because again, like Edgar Wright steals from loads of movies. But then again, Edgar Wright has his own personal st- style that's better than mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's. So it's kind of, it's difficult to really um pinpoint wh- where one is good and one is bad i suppose in in those instances but yeah it's interesting yeah there's um going back to it there's yeah there there are robot zombies hidden inside the zombies normal and again that this doesn't get explained in the film well, you have to go onto a video of no, Zack I've... Snyder explaining it in an interview with Netflix i thought <laughs> I thought the robots. This is this is what I thought. I thought the robot zombies were put in there by the government to keep an eye on what's going on. Is, is oh, that... Zack Snyder doesn't know either. He gave two. He he says he says two. <laughs> That's the impression I got because they wouldn't have made zombie oh, they, robots. Literally, they? his answer is, and I quote, something like, "Did the government put them there to monitor the zombies?" Did the aliens? So did the aliens give them special technology to 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 do more stuff with? Well, we don't know, and that's what these prequels will aim to to shed light on. And I'm like, great. So basically, he has no idea yet, and he's going to yeah. make it up as he goes. Yeah, make it up. I, I did, why else would they be there? You know, because if they're that amazing technology, couldn't they just fly out of there? Or <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Why well, do I they have to be? They, oh, they said that a load they of like containers. Because... I can't get out. Yeah. Who was it said that? Oh, yeah, the it's guys. a prison, and they were like, "It's not yeah. a prison; it's the yeah. you know." But they love it though, don't they? But this like, they, they like it. it in there. Yeah, mm. yeah. But oh, this is the yeah. th- this well, is they, these, yeah. uh, humans <laughs> who try and go in. But they're yeah, dead. But they, 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 so, so they yeah, they have humans out. going in in there, like the coyote, which is their guide. I think she's called, isn't she? Like the, the, she gets referred to as the coyote. She takes people in who yeah. are trying to get money and sanctuary basically because obviously where vegas has been cordoned off there's all the casinos are still completely full 
And so loads of people are trying to buy their way out of basically Las Vegas because they say at the beginning, don't they, that people who are in the area around are constantly being tested with that, like in the temperature monitor and they keep getting red false and then shoved in. So that's how they're getting more people is that people are just getting shoved in. Must be low, Joe, because it's like, it'll take, there's quite a lot of people in there, quite a lot of zombies. Seems there's thousands and thousands. But again, this film ignores this film Sorry. ignores a lot. Again, for, I give Zack Snyder credit for trying to do something different, and in some cases it does work. Um, but in other cases it just doesn't because you know he's he's there talking about like, oh, I want to make a zombie film that's that's unique and and new and does something new for the genre. And it's like, okay, cool. And as a fun put it on and just kind of turn your brain off film it is good it's shot it's shot well it's acted all right in the most part and it has good effects to the extent and and good cinematography like uh ewan said the the issue is though is that on some points it tries to overextend itself by being very like oh but is this the film you're watching or is this something different and it's like they they do this thing with uh Trying to trying to insinuate, which I got so fucked off at. They try to insinuate that it's a time loop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it wasn't. What? <laughs> That's the popular theory, though, Lawrence. That's well, been what? That, going well, around the world. A popular, popular theory. <laughs> so it was in, in the that, Independent, Lawrence. They in don't that lie. Vault, yeah, the Independent. In the vault, there were some mm-hmm. bodies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and they had some clothes on. Yeah, so <laughs> thank God. So the one character hints to it being that they have the same clothes on, but then this is but this is the problem. And the, yeah, and the key. This is the, the problem though, because Zack Snyder, once again, not in his own film, but in an interview with Netflix, uh, basically came out and was like, yeah. "Whoa, like there's loads of different versions of them, and each time we get a glimpse, they've made it further and further and further and further to the vault doors." But then in the same thing, he says, like, but this is just a concept that I mess around with, you know, a bit like, you know, messing around. And it's like, but why is it in this film if it is nothing? Yeah. I mean, the the, the problem I have with, with, with it is that, you know, you're watching this and you're clear. Uh, and I didn't pick up on a lot of it, to be honest. But there was there was certain points where it's like, OK, that's meant to be a kind of an Easter egg that's meant to lead it to, to, to something else. And it's quite interesting, but, but I, I find it interesting that this is like the worst kind of example of kind of Easter egg filmmaking, which has kind of taken over a lot of mainstream movies, which, you know, often it's good, often it's bad, but I think this is, <laughs> this is sort of a textbook example where um, Snyder just doesn't know where any of these easter eggs lead whereas something like you know we'll talk about it later i guess but um but cloverfield has such a sort of detailed history and is able to sort of plant those easter eggs based on the history which they've spent you know weeks is, trying is to there easter eggs oh, there's film. so many there's so yeah. many so many oh so man many. why haven't well, there was a whole, up on oh it? yeah well there was a whole story leading up to its well, release where they like did like an easter egg hunt thing online Wow, very big. Yeah, Brilliant. I mean it's. I mean it's the Cloverfield Easter eggs are kind of like psychopathically deep. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for next week. Ooh. Um, but yeah, I mean again, it's, it's sort of like uh, I think 
Army of the Dead is kind of like, again, the kind of worst example of this kind of Easter egg yeah. filmmaking. Well, why were those bodies there, like with the same clothes and that then? That no, I think he's trying to hint. I think he's trying to hint at the fact, I think, and this is only my own interpretation. I think he's having fun with the idea of rewatchability being that you could where it's on netflix and you can watch it anytime oh like triangle it's, i think yeah well like it's, it's, well he's trying wow. i think he's trying to tackle it in a different way where he's trying to say like i i again this is the only thing i can think because there is nothing else that hints to it other than the fact how the safe cracker who's gonna you know crack the safe says one line at the beginning and says you know um Oh, it's a portal, you know, and he's very much like insinuating it more in a poetic way rather than a literal way. But he says like it's a portal to another dimension and we'll walk through it together. But I don't I don't believe that Zack Snyder's sat there and gone, this vault is a portal to another dimension. I think what he's trying, I think what he's done is he's trying (laughs) to have fun with the idea that maybe the concept has been done before and that this is meant to be new. And the idea is like you could put it on. 10 times in a row and still get enjoyment or find something new. But again, like Ewan said, that the problem with its Easter eggs is that they're not Easter eggs. They are, did you see that? And you think, oh, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. And you go, what, what does it mean? And the film does nothing to go, this is what that means. And I know that he's got sequels and stuff coming out, but it's very ballsy to kind of be like, here's the film and then everything else in the film will be explained at a later date because you're really betting high on the fact that it does well and that it becomes franchise material, which I don't didn't see it as a franchise film. I saw this as a one-off film, like that was a bit of fun, you know, enjoyable, good fun, maybe put it on if no one's seen it, they'll have a good time, but it it tries to be something it's not, I think. I just, I also just really hate that mentality as well. Just like, um, like making this film. I, I, I know it's part of the sort of franchisal like situation at the moment, but it's like, it, it, it's just making a film like that. It, um, it, instead of like focusing on the film you're making, you're focusing on the three films that could come afterwards. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a mentality that just doesn't, it doesn't work. I, it, I just don't feel it can. It doesn't. Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't work. Okay, so from my list, the next, there's another couple of things. So are these elves really dead, right? What's that? Sorry. So you got Maggie's. So you got you got what was his name? The main Scott 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 Ward Scott Ward. No, no the, the the main oh, zombie. Alf, the main Alf, zombie. Oh, the main yeah, zombie. Well, it's the alpha one, isn't he? Alpha. Um, so we're metal, presuming metal he's an alien, guy. right? We're, yeah, we he's an alien. that I mean, was I cool. Didn't... He can't get shot in the head with that on. No, so that's Zeus. Zeus. So, Zeus. That's like, I can that's see it. why he did it. So Zeus, Zeus sticks the mask on. You're not shooting me in the head. Clever bloke, right? So, and his lady friend. It's the one thing down. I liked about the film. Like, really, I thought that the I thought her design. Well, the design of good. the lady, like Off. I, the lady zombie, like the queen zombie, if you want to call it. Um, Wait, yeah. I actually thought was really good and I thought like do more with it and they just didn't and I was like thanks Zack Snyder thank you yeah I mm-hmm. chopped her head off <laughs> um, <laughs> so when he bites the ones he bites directly are different 
So they're what the other ones, the shufflers or whatever. If an alphabet shamblers, 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 aren't they? If an alpha, if the alpha guy, the main zombie, if he bites you, you become another alpha. But if any other alpha or another zombie bites you, you just become a shambler. So the guy who got locked in the vault by the German guy, he got bitten. But I didn't actually see him get bitten. No, but he didn't he actually did. really. So, but he just want to put that in there, didn't they? Because yeah, he, like, he, oh, didn't okay, yeah. he didn't then, have a bite. He didn't have a bite. It, it, it and really <laughs> annoyed me. Yeah, that annoyed me because I didn't see him getting bitten. I would have thought there was no chance of him being bitten. And then somehow there's a nuclear bomb dropped on him. Mm. And he's fine with that. He well, again, that's been hinted at as the virus so, like, protects him from radioactive also, material, oh, oh, which I'm like, yeah. okay. Does he become a super kind of... <laughs> now he's been hit by, you know, a nuclear bomb. Well, he has... But asked, he has on that... his chest, he has the dark side tattoo, which is the omega symbol. And the idea is like, you have the alpha and then you have your omega. So in the film, it's... Well, so the idea of the film is trying to say like alpha and then at the end it hints it's like, oh, now it's the Omega. So like if they were ever going to do a sequel, which I probably imagine they will, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the new alpha being the Omega. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, the interesting thing is, is that I think they took like direct in- the direct inspiration from um, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Um, the fridge, when, uh, yeah, like yeah. It, yeah. When Indy puts himself in the fridge with a nuclear blast, I mean, to give people context, um, uh, it, I mean, again, it's a basically a heist movie where they have to go, you know, as we've been saying, try and get into the vault and stuff. But also, they're running against the clock because uh, the government yeah. are putting in a nuclear missile to bomb the entirety of Las Vegas, um, and then somehow this guy survives it. Um, but also, that ending is probably as bad as the opening. Um, because I I feel like if he was bitten, it, he wouldn't have lasted as long to get on a uh, lasted that long where he has where he manages he to drive for miles yeah. and then go on a jet and then only then realize that he's been bitten. It it really and then, and then it cuts to black. That's the end. And I'm just like sequel. I, oh, sequel. It really Big sequel. infuriated me. I know, I know. And it re- it really really. Do you know me what, what, what? One thing that pissed me <laughs> off as well was the um, and it, you get this a lot in films where like they'll have the main plot where it's like you know go in get the money you got twenty however many hours then get on the helicopter go and then usually there's like a B plot going on. Um, you know, the 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 daughter trying to find the girl who's been taken in. And then they usually will go, oh, well, the main mission was a ruse because the real mission was this. The real mission, to me, doesn't make any sense why you would bring in a team of guys to go get money because what essentially the real plan is to go in and while the people are getting the money is to try and get the queen or the king's head so that they can make an army of undead zombies and this will be the this will be another film to add to the list where they have a bad guy aliens 2 jurassic world who wants to take the villain and make it into a militarized army somewhat controlled thing raptors <laughs> aliens zombie i just i stop stop it <laughs> yeah and you mentioned you also you also mentioned the b plot yeah. there 
um, with the daughter. I, I mean, she's one of those most annoying characters I've ever come across. Just is just... that the one with the massive eye? Yeah, was it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, no, probably maybe. But she's yeah. just, she, it's just, she's, it's almost she's just there to be contrary to whatever her father it's says. Like a frog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. We're interviewing her next week. Should be good. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's but just, also, just odd. But also, but also, it's that it's that again. It's that ending where it's supposed to be up against the clock, and they have. There's a point where it's like 20 minutes until the nuclear blast happens and they get out of there. I don't know how much they slow down those 20 minutes to the point where um, the daughter. Knowing that one of her friends is another in another building, um, w- with ten minutes to go, decides to run off to the other building and try to save the the. the it's just it doesn't. It, I, I I mean I can under I can suspend my disbelief to to only a certain degree. If they, if they pushed it to like I don't know maybe even just half an hour, I would have believed he, it more. <laughs> he did that story before, didn't he? In Dawn of the Dead, where that woman goes to go and try and bloody rescue the, the dog. dog. <laughs> but it's a very similar story because there's no chance of it happening, and it's mm. an absolute mad decision. And so, but uh, it was sort of, but but that was more believable because there was a kind of oh, there's a guy over there. There's no, there's no time. Well, I say believable, mm. you know what I mean. In the yeah. context of a zombie invasion, um, where it's like okay, there's a guy over there. He needs food. Um, we can try and facilitate that. There's no like risk of time or nuclear blast happening. They can foreseeably do that whereas with this it just doesn't make any sense like in, well, it gets in pushed, any capacity the nuke gets pushed and, forward doesn't it uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, for yeah no, well for no it's what's what's more insulting <laughs> is that they don't like you said they don't give it a reason at, they just watch a tv screen where i'm pretty sure the news reporter goes the the president's decided to pull it from the 4th of July because it wouldn't be cool and like and i'm there thinking like <laughs> <laughs> just why well that was a dig yeah, no, at Donald that's what Trump I mean. that's wasn't what it I mean. yeah, like that yeah. was very clearly like a yeah. <laughs> just a little a little jab at him like fuck you Donald yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's but then weirdly enough though I still enjoy it it's an odd it's an odd one because like I said I've watched it I, I watched it the first time obviously um, when it got released I watched it um a second time for um uh with dad and then i watched it a third time for the for the podcast just to try and see if there's anything else and and by the third watch i can understand if someone was like i do like this film because it is a for me if you switch it the brain off and just kind of go it's a zombie film where a group of people have got to go get money it's it's competent and shot well enough and you know acted well enough that you can have a good time with it and i would recommend people larry who like zombie films to watch it larry that that's what goes on in my head mate. <laughs> well, i'm not is, analyzing too much right i'm just see because i had fun with it i thought yeah. it was ridiculous. when i was in college yeah i was told like this course is going to destroy you being able to sit mm. and enjoy films that's probably because what's happened you are, to you. For, like, <laughs> because you analyse everything. You and that's the issue. Because I've seen so many people I know on Facebook like, this film's effing amazing, everything, everyone go watch Army Dead. And I'm sat yeah. there like, yeah. what? Most, yeah, most people don't like, pick what? up on the on the 
I, I wouldn't we would we wouldn't mm. call it little things because to us it's like you know I guess you see it it's and you're like oh big, yeah. that's like noticeable but I like again mm. I watch it's like kind of I can understand why people would say, oh, I really like this film because I guess I'm the same with, like you and said earlier, I'm the same with Dawn of the Dead because a lot of people will say, oh, Dawn of the Dead is just, you know, it's not that good of a film and the, the original is fantastic. And where they are right with that original being fantastic, I do like what he does with Dawn of the Dead. I like what he's trying to do here. I just wish that someone would just sit him down and say, right, you know, this section of time loops, Get it out. You know, what's that bit with this? Yeah. Get it out. Aliens, get yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah. The, it, the trailer for it as well, I was quite disappointed because in the trailer, it seemed like it was mainly set mm-hmm. in a casino. And I thought the casino was going to be like this huge part. And it literally is in the film where they're actually on the floor with the games and stuff for like mm. a minute. It's all Dave Batista. It's all Dave Batista shooting zombies, running on tables, yeah. and yeah, I thought Who's it was going to be like uh, this really cool actiony. Like, is that oh Drax the destroyer? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you confused yeah. me. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but it's also yeah, it's brilliant. It, it, it's also the same thing. person, really. Where, <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, I mean, I, I feel like Zack Snyder is constantly doing sort of fan service, and even though I, I, ha- I haven't seen the extended Justice League, and I've heard it's very good. Um, but it, it's stuff like that. Where, and it's but with and with Army of the Dead, he, he seems like he's trying to sort of appeal to the fans' sense of you know Easter egg hunting and, and, and so forth. And I just I, I I really don't like that kind of fandom. I mean, there, there, there are good points to it, and I and you know even I'm guilty of it with sort of Lord of the Rings and stuff. But it's sort of there's a kind of I don't know. People treat Zack Snyder like he's the god of yeah. all filmmaking. And I and even I, I even I ran into some um, Snyder fanboys um, on Twitter recently, and I'd emphasise that they are definitely fanboys in this situation, because um, they're just because I because basically um, Snyder came out and said um, in an interview that um, I don't know I mean I don't know to what extent this is actually true, but he said that he had a no chair policy on set. Which has been a sort of a controversial thing, yeah, and I good, sort of it? no, and, and on on Twitter, I I, I mean, I, I I call I I did call him a twat, which is always a bad idea to to call Zack Snyder a twat on Twitter. Um, did he respond and, though? No, he did. The fanboys, the the horde, a, a zombie horde of fanboys, um, that like came to you know completely like try and dismantle me, and it's hilarious because they just knew nothing. Because I, I I cited an actual article, um, and they read it, and and that, well, they, well, they didn't read it. They they quoted it and said, "Read the actual article. It doesn't actually say this." And I said, "Well." It, it does. Yeah. It just does. <laughs> Sorry, it does. And um, I, I think it's part of that weird. Co- it's the same with sort of Star Wars and um, uh, Michael Jackson to, to, to a degree. There's a kind of there's a weird, scary fan base that is just out yeah. to like murder anyone who well, who doesn't. I found like that them. in college with Tarantino. Oh, really? <laughs> I had never seen Pulp Fiction, right? And when I mm. went to do film in college, everyone was like, oh my God, I can't believe you not watched it. Tarantino was like, I've got a film. <laughs> and I watched it and I was like, eh. Yeah, yeah. Like, excuse me. Okay, yeah. why is everyone so like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, everyone was literally so like, but that's like a textbook. Yeah, that's like a textbook sort of film bro yeah. 
movie, yeah. isn't it? You get, you get a couple. I mean, of those. I, I, I mean, you I get a really like those films. I'm like that with Nigel yeah. Batch. <laughs> you do get, you do get a couple yes. of those films though, where yeah. like they're, they're they're so highly, I guess, like people have such a high expectation of them that if someone does say like, "Hey, I didn't mm. like it," they're almost like. You didn't get it, did you? And you're just like, no, I, I, I think I did. Yeah. It's like, I yeah, think I did. Yeah, yeah, I'll be exactly. like, no, I didn't. I yeah. never get it. I never yeah. ever get it. <laughs> I mean, you, spe- you especially get that again because I'm a I'm a Twitter user, but you also get it a lot with sort of against uh, against um, like uh, uh, women who are watching, and it's the it's the men who are sort of like, no, you don't understand what's what's happening here, mm. <laughs> you know. And it's just like, oh, it's just it's just that part of the sort of film watching community that I can't yeah. really. I can't well, it really goes. Get, get to I think people just like arguing as well. There is no yeah. Attitude. It's just it's just right. like again with this film, it's just it's odd because there are pieces in there that are, you can again you can see are inspired by other zombie things as well. You know, the one of the characters has a big saw like uh, you know, and it's like he doesn't use it by the way, other than in the intro. Yeah, that he, really he literally me. has it, makes a big thing of it, like you're ready to play, yeah. and he puts it down, and somebody else picks it up <laughs> and uses it to cut through a wall and then throws it away. It's cool. Nice. Nice yeah. setup. Yeah. And Zack Snyder cool. likes zombie babies also... as well. It's his second film. Yes, yeah. he does. Second film. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a bit weird. I like the, the baby fact scene. that they took an actor from Fear the Walking Dead um, and they completely reversed his character from that for this is it the same so person? martin um so uh, martin who um he's the one who wants to get the head yes. and it's like deceiving yeah. him which yeah. we all knew from the beginning that he wasn't really there for the money it was kind of the obvious, characters say it's know? obvious as well um, throughout the whole film like that got <laughs> so annoying <laughs> literally yeah um, so obvious. also why the girl who manages to smash through the window and is killing them looks over to a guy and then just dies she doesn't say it either like yeah. she knew that he betrayed her did no and he help? didn't say he betrayed me she had enough time where four people could come back and just blitz and then yeah. she'd get yeah, up yeah, and yeah. go yeah. they're like yeah, leave, leave her. her she's done just and it's like her. she's still fighting it's like leave her she's dead yeah I thought oh that was unbelievable but yeah, he um, he plays a character in Fear the Walking Dead called John, who is the loveliest character <laughs> ever. Like, just so lovely, so like will do anything for anyone. Um, complete opposite of the character in this, which I just found really funny. When I saw him, I was like, cause he has sunglasses on for the mm. first part of the film. But I recognised like his <laughs> jawline and I was like, is that, is that? <laughs> like his accent wasn't, quite as strong as it is in yeah. fear but his um yeah i found it quite funny but they they would use a character i i show. didn't mind his acting like like in the film like i i thought okay he's going for that kind of like you know bit of cheese bit of like but his death scene went on for fucking what felt like ages like that tiger spoilers the tiger he, he's and, and they set it up like they want to smack it in your face the first time they see this tiger that character says like that's a, it's in the trailer. It's like, oh, that's a zombie tiger. That's crossing the line. The second time he sees it, it's like, that's a zombie tiger. That's perverse. Yeah. The third time he sees it, <laughs> the yeah. third time he sees it, <laughs> he gets mauled by it. But the scene lasts like over three or four minutes long of him getting thrown car to car to car 
to wall to car to car to car yeah. to having his head just completely mushed. Which I was like, just have the head mushed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I also think tigers don't tigers don't really do that. No, do they? they don't. Kind of, they don't do a. They don't just go but, for their head. But again, I, I think this is down to where Snyder has clearly, whether it's been in the last year, but he's clearly watched a couple of films where he's gone, oh, I really like that. And I think he watched The Revenant and was like, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio getting mauled by a bear for five minutes. Mm. I could put that in my film but it'll be a zombie tiger <laughs> and it'll be the villain. And it's like, I get the inspiration, but it's kind of back to what you said. It's like, is it an homage or is it just doing those scenes with a different setting? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I kind of suspect it was kind of like him tr- trying to sort of attempt like poetic justice. Cause he's kind of like the antagonist of the, of the film. So they want to sort of draw out um, his death. I, I mean, for some reason it reminded me of the, a death in district nine when the like i think it's like the army general who's like the big antagonist the one that Great everyone film. hates gets like ripped yeah. apart by the aliens yeah, i i think it's a kind there's a kind of a similar motivation there where they're trying to sort of draw out the death scene but i, I agree i think it was done i think it was mm. too long and just a bit too well, i was gonna um, say a bit too the district ridiculous. the district nine scene because i agree with you that district nine scene is the same kind of feeling but the district nine scene literally lasts mm. 30 seconds where it's like he says stay back yeah, and then they yeah, just yeah. come in rip him apart and you're like done whereas this it, it really wants it done. really <laughs> wants you to know like oh this guy was a dick wasn't he like oh thrown to a car yeah. ah, he's not done yet it's like cool Zach it's like cool wrap it up 20 minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's well, the same with the, the guy that they I mean it was so obvious they were going to do it um the guy that they like sacrifice, yeah. <laughs> shoot him in the leg. But his his character yeah. as well is literally ripped from. I mean, there's a lot of characters like him in a lot of films and TV. But Orange is yeah. the New Black. I don't know yeah. if he's, he's literally ripped of out of Orange is the New Black. Is he really? <laughs> that character is like the same. It's, and it's the way they set <laughs> um, it up as well. Like they don't. Again, it doesn't lead mm. you to think like oh, could there be a nice little twist to a subversion of expectation? It literally ha- it hammers it on your head like, we need another teammate. And it's like, do we? We've got our teammates. Yeah. It's like, trust me, we need one more. <laughs> and it's like, look at him, smile. Yeah. And then obviously, yeah, yeah, there's the whole like revenge thing with him and the girl at the end where he's yeah. dead. And it, yeah. They, they, like, they don't even make a big enough so... thing of that, though, at the end. like he, he, Yes, he kills one of the other survivors, but then she just like pops him in the head, like, and it's like n- you want it to be more fulfilling. And I feel as though, like, yeah, uh, yeah, I feel as like again, I can enjoy it. I do think it's a good watch, and I wouldn't ever say to somebody like, "Don't watch it." It's like <sighs> crap because it's not crap. It just there are pieces. I-, I would just take it for what it is, and all of the shit he adds in there, where he's like yeah. time loop stuff. Just go, nope, I'm all right. Zombie stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a two and a half hour long film, and there's like just bits that they spend way too much time on, and then bits that they should have spent time on that last yeah, about. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Yeah, hundred percent agree. And there's um, if you yeah. watch it again, there are some really awkward moments where, and and I'd I'd love to like put a thing on to like show what I mean because it's probably going to be a bit odd describing it, but there are really odd moments where mm. a scene will start, and because he's using such a shallow depth of field where the background's really blurred and, you know, if it was me, everything around here would be blurred and Mm it would just be the face. But there are some shots where I don't know whether or not it's intentional, 
but it feels as though the camera operator or Zack Snyder, because he did a lot of his own cinematography on it, either gets out of focus and then quickly changes it, like, oh, shit. Or he has a lot of it out of focus, and then he tries to move the camera to get it in focus with actors who are moving, who are clearly moving about, so your eyes just start to burn a bit, like, ow, what am I focusing on? <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's kind yeah. of hard to explain, but... It, that's what I yeah. really struggled with. It's hard well. to explain, but if you go back and watch it, just watch how many scenes start with the scene of a character. Like um, The best example I can give is when the daughter gets off the bus. She gets off the bus, and as she's getting off, she's in focus, but then it goes out and in as if somebody's forgotten... like as if somebody's kind of forgotten what they're doing Mm. so we are 52 minutes in yes which isn't bad for us so what do you want to do so we keep chatting or should we uh Give Let's bonus. watch Army of the Dead again fourth time (laughs) well for me I'm going to give it a 7 because I was entertained um, I don't completely understand what's going on, but I've only watched it twice. Um, it was just, just fun, wasn't it? it was, can't take it too seriously. There are zombie films I much prefer. Um, but yeah, seven for me. Jess? I am going to give it a four. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So Rob's just popped up to the side of my screen being like a four. He's different, didn't like it. Did he watch how, it as well? How much would you give it? Uh, huh? How many boners would Rob give it? How out of ten? It's gonna be two yeah, two. Two. Two maximum. <laughs> maybe one. There's something wrong with him. So he's like sign languaging to me, like There's just... something wrong with him, honestly. Get rid of him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've been told to get rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> sack him. You sacked. A four? <laughs> a four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, what are you thinking? I'm only gonna give it one I'm only gonna give it one higher, which is a five, but that's because it's the way I've the way I've okay. started doing it now is that it's competent enough that and enjoyable enough that you will def you can put it on and say, Yeah, I've the had good fun. Awesome. But it loses the five because there are too many things in it where it's like it's not just one film. It's it's trying to be one film that's gonna set up a franchise. And kind of like what you said earlier, I'd rather just prefer a film that's a one off, not something where it's like this is setting up a prequel or this is going to be the sequel and then in four films time we'll get the answer to this. It's like so it's just a commercial yeah. zombie fun. film. It's, you'll have a good time, but it's just, just it's a five because like there are there are for everything good there is an opposite that is bad. Oh, I had, I had Drax in it, so I gave it an extra <laughs> bonus just for that. So like, <laughs> I had Drax. So you in? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to give it a five as well. Um, I mean, as we've discussed before, I. I I think there are lots of elements which are very fun, but I think it would have had it would have been even more fun to watch if it were much, much, much shorter. Because mm-hmm. two and a half hours is a long time. It's a long time, yeah. Um, and there, and as as just said, there are just too many sequences which are just too long. Um, and but but at the same time, the one the bits that were fun, I did enjoy watching just because it was just so absurd and ridiculous. 
Um, but yeah, overall, and especially that sort of um, uh, the one bit I thought was too long was just the was just the start. The, they don't get into Las Vegas until fifty minutes into the film, and it's because they've gone through about a hundred characters, <laughs> and they're really easy to convince to go into a zombie infested Las Vegas. It's just, uh, do you want to go? Yeah, why yeah. not? Let's go. And it's just like uh, easy okay, decision. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's about fifty minutes of that. <laughs> I'm just like, oh god. But when they get into the Las Vegas, it's slightly more entertaining. So yeah, five from me. So just over five, really. Then mm. I, I honestly thought Larry would give it a higher. I I, I won't lie. I wasn't so sure. I won't lie. I really I wanted. I when he released that, you've watched it. Three I've times. watched it th- after one watch. After one watch, what would you give it? Like. I'd see. I'd maybe stretch to maybe like a six or I'd say probably a six, but it was because what I wanted and what I still want. Too much analyzing. Well, no, no. See, I can simplify it down. And if anyone's (laughs) listening, if there's any directors out there or writers or whatever, just I just want a zombie film like Dawn of the Bloody Dead. Like, just it's not difficult. It's not difficult. I don't need. I don't need subplots of robot zombies. I don't need a time loop. I don't need hinting at aliens. <laughs> Just give me a zombie film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's broken. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm. 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 I am waiting. I'm waiting to see if they do a 28 months later, because that seems like the most logical zombie film next to come out. Bloody and if that mate. comes out and it's Danny Boyle, I I honestly trust it. But when I heard Zack Snyder was making Army of the Dead, I really thought like, okay, he likes Dawn of the Dead. He's done Dawn of the Dead. He had he had fun with it. And I just thought he'd do something a bit similar. But he's clearly wanting to stretch out the genre. Netflix have clearly funded it. Like, you know, since like he's not on good terms with um, I believe like Warner Brothers and DC of like, you know, how all of that went. And so I could I I I do give him credit that he's he's doing like he's doing what he wants to do and he's 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 making a film he wants to make but i just want i just don't know why he 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 didn't make the opening sequence the film like that opening sequence when i was and the music and the way it was edited i was like this is great this is good fun this is this knows what it is (laughs) it knows it's a zombie film and it's got good characters and then it just kind of starts this whole new plot where you're like oh but yeah, I would I would say watch yeah. it. It's a fun time. Just don't expect anything too like groundbreaking. That's that's honestly it. Okay. Well, it's it's, it's just over five bonus, which ain't uh, average. So <laughs> let's move on to what we watched this week. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? Oh, is it getting dark in here? My office. Can you still see me? All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can see. Just, a, just it's about getting hot just in about. here. I've I'm got to put the light on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Take off all your clothes. No, you'd see sweat watched... patches. Just huge. Like anyone <laughs> would be like. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched five films. Okay. Very good. So I watched The Descent Two. Oh, I pulled that on Blu-ray. <laughs> Um, now this film is all about 
the occasional jump scare. I don't think there's anything else in this at all. Mm-hmm. There's no plot. And I'm still quite into... No, <laughs> there is no plot. They That girl gets taken back. She's just... You know, she's literally nearly died, got out, and within a few hours, they've taken her back down there. Well, within a day or She doesn't two, care. Isn't it? She doesn't care. So, two, two days. So, they take her back down there. I don't know. I, there is some fun bits with the whatever they are, but it's literally just jump scares. So they just throw them in there. You know, they turn around. There's one there. There's one on a wall. There's one on a ceiling. Um, <laughs> and it's like that is literally what it's like. And and then at the end, it threw Juno in. Was that her name? It was, wasn't it? Um, so she survived, and she'd been down there for a couple of days battling them the one they thought were dead. And then there's there's, an, there's a police officer down there. There's a couple of police officers, but one of them's a lady and she's got kids. And I could see it coming a mile away that the main character didn't have any family left, so she was going to sacrifice herself for her to survive. It was just, it was just set up. So it was just ridiculous, mate. So I don't know. Needs to be needs, needs to be bits, but... needs to just be thrown away. It's from from the act, from the acting yeah. just, to the direction just... to the effects to how the creatures look to the lighting yeah. to this everything about the first one that works so well to make it as good as it is is um is ditched yeah. is ditched for a fifty percent sort of thing and it didn't get a cinema release it just got straight to DVD and I, I'm not surprised did no. it not. That's the pro. Uh, wow. No, it just went straight to DVD. And I'm not surprised because it's not to the it was quality. well lit. It was well lit in those caves. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant like, the film was well lit. I was like, oh, I mean, no, it no, wasn't. No, I'm, was I'm, I'm not in the modern sense. Yeah. I'm not down with your youngsters. No, it's, it's yeah. fucking lit. Yeah. But no, no, it's like. It, There's so many lights. It was amazingly yeah. lit <laughs> considering they're in a cave. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's nah, it's bollocks, mate. I can't believe I bought it. Um, but there you go. So I watched another one called Baskin, which is on Shudder, which is about some Turkish police officers who end up in hell. And uh, there's kind of a. I don't want to give this away because it goes from quite a funny Turkish. There's some music. There's some. There's a sing along in a van, and it's it's quite funny. And they end up having a kind of crash and falling down. Not a hole, but like, they have a little crash. And they end up in what is called hell. And there's some very strange people in there. And um, a little small person. What do you call small? It's not, you're not allowed to say midgets anymore, are you? Yeah, d- you dwarves, say, I think, is the exception. So like, yeah. it was a small, it was meant to be the devil, I think. And there's some kind of torture going on. Um, and it, it certainly takes a turn this film but um it was all right i don't know if i'll watch it again i think i don't like torture porn i don't like how certain things in hellraiser i certainly don't like hostile not really my thing but it took a turn and i didn't like it as much but it ended up okay so it was one of them really half good half there was the shock value they stuck in there and i didn't really get it or want it um I watched Insidious 3. Now, mm-hmm. my f- that is my favourite 
of the franchise of all of them. The first one's all right, but I like the third one a lot. Um, and probably have you seen it, guys? Have you seen Insidious Three? No, I've only seen the first one. Larry's seen it. Success. <laughs> It's got yeah, the girl sure with, the, with the broken legs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So she has, she gets hit by a car, breaks both her legs, obviously. Um, <laughs> and then she has a little bell to ring her dad. Um, mm. I think it's a prequel. It's a prequel. Because I'm sure she dies in the second one, the main character. Is that right? I think she does. Um, it's a prequel. And it's all right. I, I quite... The actress is really good in it. And to be honest, I like the third one and the fourth one better than the first one and the second one. That's only my opinion, but I do. Larry, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think it's shit, the third one? Because uh, there, there's a few scenes in that I quite like. What, what what are your thoughts? I'm trying to think how I can... Okay. Insidious... Don't worry about upsetting No, no, no. I'm trying to think how to word yeah. it properly. <laughs> Insidious, <laughs> to shout that. Insidious, <laughs> insidious. This like the 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 franchise that it has going for it. Me personally, I thought the first one was good, and I think that the sequels try and extend something that doesn't have anything else to give. So they talk about the red door and the the nether, you know, like all the realms. Yeah. They don't do anything with it other than go like, don't go in, and. For me, and this is a nice little segue, I guess, to the one thing I, I watched this week, I guess. Um, when The Conjuring came about, The Conjuring 1, I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like, I, they, they know they're doing Ed and Lorraine Warren's case files. They're, they know that they're going to add a bit of, you know, it's a film. They're going to add some bits here and there. But... They're going to add wardrobes. Yeah, to but it. to the but to yeah. <laughs> we love wardrobes on the Bones but, Horror Podcast. But to the extent of like the story and the characters and and whatnot, it was relatively on par. You know, obviously the whole exorcism bit at the end is kind of taken like a "Do you believe it happened or not?" like this. But then I watched, <laughs> then I watched uh, Conjuring Two. Don't go slating that, Larry. Because I ain't fucking having <laughs> it. <All right>. No, <laughs> see. The, con- the Conjuring Two does something that I d- so <laughs> no the the Conjuring the Conjuring Two does something I it's a great film Larry isn't it The Conjuring Two does something the Conjuring Two does something I don't like when horrors do horror so the Conjuring Two does this thing where it's like based on a true story the Ed and Lorraine case files whoa and you think okay set in the uk a brit like a horror that is quite well known um not i don't you know i don't think everyone will be like oh my god i i know every part but it's at least heard of and and known enough it would have been so much i'm i'm young enough to remember i've seen the i've seen like documentaries Uh, old enough should i say but this is what this is my issue with 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 what they're doing and and in seeing the trailer for the third one i'm like stop because they have these horror stories where you're like, that's creepy. That's that's actually like it was was it this girl this young girl who almost played you know, was doing it on purpose? Was it a possession thing? Was it mental health? Was it all these other factors that they talk about? And the director goes, Ah, fuck it, big ghost nun pope picture, big ghost that comes under big triangular thing it's gonna have a hat on and long arms and whoa and it's like no just 
stop. And they don't. And, and like, if you read the Ed and Lorraine Warren files, like, you know, their case files or like the stories about it, they are creepy because it's the unknown of it. It's like, did that happen? How they explain it? What, what they say they saw, how, what they say they did to prevent stuff. And that to me is so scary. And when you see a film where it's like Lorraine Warren at a window with the girl with possessed eyes, with the nun hanging over her back, being like big sharp teeth going, rah, it's like, you've missed the point. Sit back down, write a good script. And instead of betting on the fact that you're whacking on the front cover, James one, who did insidious it's like no one cares it's like make good (laughs) it really upset me because i watched the conjuring one and i still really like that film i own that film it's it's in my collection because i actually like how it's paced i like the acting i like the actors who play ed and lorraine warren and i like how they take the story like you know everyone knows that clap scene sorry to grab on but everyone knows that clap scene where she has the light and it's at her head and it's it sticks with you because it's not too over the top, subtle wardrobe. But wh- but when yeah. you have in the second one where it's like all this shit going on, which didn't happen, and it's just for the film, it's like what what's the point here? It's like not only is it kind of insulting if it is kind of like imagine if that little girl had a mental health issue, and it's just like nah. It's a nun. Yeah, yeah. I think she did. <laughs> it's like there's yeah. a nun that came out of a picture and fucking made Lorraine Warren fly. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I really like the nun within it. I, I feel bad now because I got a picture of the nun right in front of me. <laughs> as right as a character, me, she, as right. a character, she's fine in 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 a film, and like it's not it's not that she's a bad character. You know, please don't. She should have got an Oscar for that. No, but that's... <laughs> in, all, in all honesty. But what what I mean is, is that it's not a bad character in horror. It's just work a film around that concept that people can invest in and enjoy. When you shove it in a, a horror film that's based on a true story that didn't have a nun in it or a guy called Mister Bojangles or whatever his name is with the hat on and he has really long arms <laughs> and he hunts one yeah, of the kids. Yeah. Oh, oh god, the, the uh, no hat man, the, the Mister Hat Man, the long armed man. No, he's, <laughs> he's called. The, it, is, oh. it is like the long arm something. It's the backward man, isn't it? No, no, that's <laughs> Tom Green, isn't it? That's Tom so... Green, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the backwards man. <laughs> oh, that's a reference you don't yeah, hear. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, you don't hear that anymore. <laughs> 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 fucking backwards man. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember yeah, his name. But it's, oh. it just, God, what was I'm just worried name? for the third. Come I'm worried about the third one as well because The Conjuring. I'm going to see it soon. Shortly. That's what I mean. Like, I just, I Probably just, next week, week after, I just yeah. want them to do something where they're like hard hitting, where it's like this, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre did it. That one annoyed me, where at the start they claimed it was real footage. And for the 2004 Michael Bay produced one. And I remember for the longest time thinking that's real, like that footage was real, like that's so creepy. And then you read the real story and you're like, okay, but what's good about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is that. They embrace it and go, this is the story we're telling. When it's shove 50 ghosts in and make it tied to Insidious, but not tied to Insidious, and make a prequel, sequel version, treequel that'll explain the Lorraines and how they got to out. <laughs> it just, it so, just upsets. I'm, presu- <laughs> I'm presuming you didn't like Insidious 3 then. I, l- I like the first one, and I think that 
literally in order as they came out. It's the same with Saw. I think Saw and Insidious to me are the exact same where oh. they start with some great films where they're like, okay. this could explore more. And each down the lines, the people who are making them don't quite explore it or take it in a way where they're just like, hey, did you like Insidious 1? This is Insidious 1.3. And it's like, I just want them to do more with it. But anyway, yes, it was like the, the crooked man, not the angled man. The angled man. <laughs> the, angled man. <laughs> the longer, He's just the longer at an angle. angle man. It's the crooked that's, man. That's my conjuring and insidious <laughs> ran over for anyone who wanted it. <laughs> that's fine. But I'm a, I, I, I love the conjuring. So. Conjuring 1 is, is, is great. So it's good. The last, cause, because we're running into the uh, hour and a quarter, like we just spent 15 minutes talking about <laughs> that was my bad slating insidious, uh, three. insidious um, three there no that's fine <laughs> i did watch a film called i think it's pronounced satol it's s-a-t-o-l um that was on shudder and there was about a group of like a family living in the middle of some woods or out the way and being visited by these kind of things with Deer like horns hanging out the red, and it was quite scary. And I think again, Larry'd be able to explain it to me a lot better. S A T O R shudder, um, and that was okay. I enjoyed that one. Have you seen that one? I haven't. I think I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. It's reasonably new. Um, it there are some good kills. There's one in particular kill scene that is amazing towards the end. Um, and I like that. So the only other thing I've done, and you guys probably haven't done this because I know you don't read books, but um, I read a book I'm called. I'm reading a book called from Jeff Strand. You know who he is, Ewan? Uh, no. <laughs> um, kind of writes horror and things like that. So there's one called Autumn Bleeds into Winter. So I've just started that one. Um, that's a new one for me, and it is about a 14 year old boy whose friend goes missing um, and he sees him get abducted. So this 14-year-old boy takes it upon himself to kind of try and find his friend because no one else is, and he manages to get himself a gun and uh, try and track him down. And the scene I'm in at the moment, he's actually kind of talking to the guy he thinks abducted him. So that's how far I am in this book. So probably another year I'll finish it, and then I can tell you all about it. So uh, there you go. So what did Jess watch this week? I have not watched anything apart from (laughs) films for this. (laughs) Just Army on the Dead. You didn't watch The Conjuring 2. You you watched The Conjuring (laughs) 2. I know you watched The Conjuring 2. You must have done. Insidious 2. No, Conjuring 2. Because we were going to do that last week. Did you not end up watching it? Before we were doing Insidious 2. No, last week we were doing Conjuring <laughs> Did you watch Insidious 2? Which is terrible film. <laughs> Did you watch Insidious 2 Wait. last week? I'm so confused. Like, <laughs> are you messing with me? No, last week we were going to do The Conjuring 2. Um, are we agreed we were going to do that? Yeah, I. Uh, I, I mean, I watched case, it, yeah. <laughs> which I watched, which I watched it as well. I so, but I've watched it about five times. This will times. be my second time watch. This, this was my second time watching it. 
I think you need to watch it a few more times to get a lot more from the nun, Larry. <laughs> yeah. Or just watch the nah. nun. I, yeah, <laughs> the nun. if you want more I, of I went the to nun, I'm just going to put La La Rona on for like five times today. Just <laughs> consistent. Which version? Which version? Well, the, the extended. <laughs> no, there's, 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 there's one on Shudder that's meant to be very, very oh, good. Oh, you mean, you mean like film. different versions? Yeah, there's, they, they had that with The Nun, yeah. didn't they? Because The Nun came out and then there were like Netflix films and yeah. Amazon films all called The Bad Nun. The, the, the Nun, the nun, in, yeah, the nun yeah. in the Hole. The Nun at Night. And it was like... <laughs> the Nun in the Hole. The Nun. Uh, no. Great. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, Jess, so you watched the wrong <laughs> film. So yeah, Larry, you watched... Yeah, I watched Sidious too, sorry. <laughs> We can talk about that. Larry, so what have you been watching? Um, I watched... We're now hour 15. Yeah, I'll try. I won't ramble on this one. That was my conjuring rant. Um, <laughs> no, I watched the only other film... I'm sorry, I actually well, had to go. Um, <laughs> like, very, very... Like, half an hour ago, I needed to have gone. Oh, no. <laughs> Where are you sorry. meant to be? Where are you meant to Rob's, be, Jeff? Rob's waiting to play D&D, and our desks are in the same room now, so he can't speak... No, no. Um, he was meant to start playing at nine, and he's been sat there like waving at me, trying to get me to hurry up. <laughs> okay, Speedy Gonzalez. We're nearly, Speedy. We're nearly done. Four, four Tenet, minutes. I watched. It was good. You should watch it as Ooh. well. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I will. <laughs> now TV. Nice summary. Yeah. Good film. Robert Patterson. Great. Get on it. Day. Is it David Washington or is it John David, John Washington. David Washington? Great. Many people disagree with me. Good film, go watch. Wow, you in? Right, I'll I'll try. I'll try and do about some wrestling because I've seen a lot. Um, uh, So uh, I saw Quiet Place Part Two, uh, which comes out next week. Is it good? Um, It's really, really good, actually. Um, I I was very ambivalent about the first film, personally. Um, because it just, I, I didn't like the fact that it just, it just stayed in one, <laughs> in one I quiet like place. Whereas, um, yeah. Whereas the second one actually expands the world and I think it's all the better for it. And actually it reminded me a lot of, of the last of us in some ways. It's just, it was just, I've it never was actually, played that. So it's a great game. It's amazing. Yeah. I but don't it's have just, a PlayStation. Oh, well, no, yeah, that's your that, problem. That's, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not 12. Yeah, but it's but it's also it, <laughs> but it's also it, it's it's also very scary, which I wasn't I I didn't think the first one was particularly. Um, so I watched that. I also watched Cruella, which was surprisingly good. Oh, okay. I, I I didn't I think mix I, things about that. Yeah, so it's the prequel to Hundred One Dalmatians with the villain of it, and it's actually really really good. It's really really fun, and the soundtrack is amazing. And it's just it's just great to watch. It's again, it's sort of you know, kind of a, a route to evil kind of movie. But it's it's it is within the confines of Disney, so it does have a few restrictions. So it can't like Cruella can't go full Joker and and just be, be like <laughs> oh, that. I unfortunately, um, that would have been a great movie. Um, uh, I've also seen um, there's a new indie movie out called First Cow, um, which is completely on the other side of the spectrum it's really slow it's based in uh, 19th century america and it's about these um uh this cook who steals uh milk from a cow um and the cow has come it is the first cow to come into america so it's the only cow that can make uh uh that he can use to 
uh, get milk from in order to make buttermilk scones. Now, it sounds like a really niche premise, but it's actually really a really touching story about these two guys who try to make a business um, when they're really, really poor. Um, and what else? Well, zombies th- in it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. It, 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 it's one of those very, it's quite slow. It's quite sort of, um, but it's really beautiful to look at. And I, I, I really recommend it. So that's First Cow. Um, and yeah. uh, being conscious of time, that's the ones I uh, sp- spoke out. Anything else, Larry? No, just Army of the Dead three times. Oh, nice. <laughs> so next week, for our episode 54, we will be watching Jess's pick, Cloverfield. Woo. The uh, found footage film. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Okay. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's the Bones Horror Pod. Or on Facebook, Bones Horror Podcast. It's Instagram, Bones Horror Pod. Yes. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week with that one. Woo. So see you later on. Bye.